When it comes to your business, do you know your numbers? Do you really know them when it comes to making buying decisions, hiring decisions, or whether or not to add new programs or services to your business? Well, today's guest is going to help us demystify the numbers inside of our business because she is someone who eats bookkeeping for breakfast. Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business, something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. Hey there, amplifiers. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited you are tuning in for this episode today because it's a really important one. Having a business and knowing your numbers is, doesn't have to be a scary thing. Our guest today, Candy Conant, actually helped me demystify the numbers in my business, helped me understand them and helped me get control of them so that I could understand better where my money was going and where it was coming from. And as a business owner, that is super powerful. I'm excited to welcome to the show, Candy Conant. Hi, Candy. Welcome. Hey, Young. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yay. And we were talking before this interview started that we've known each other for quite a while. And this is the first time you've officially been on the podcast, which is crazy because I've interviewed <laughs> you before. We've had many conversations. So I'm excited that this is your first time on the show because this is such an important topic, especially during the summer when there, things are tend to be a little bit less busy. Really digging into those numbers doesn't have to be a scary prospect like I once thought. So can you take <laughs> us back to what you were doing before you got to helping business owners understand the numbers in their business? Well, uh, actually, <laughs> that would be a way back, um, way back to when I graduated from high school. <laughs> so <laughs> because I started out as a bookkeeper for um, a fairly large electrical contracting firm in the city where I grew up. And uh, it, my cousin owned it. He purchased it and wanted me to come to work for him. So I did that. And I worked for him. Uh, I didn't know bookkeeping yet. Well, I'd taken it in high school and was taking it in college and that kind of thing. But um, so I started for him as a receptionist and started learning from the bookkeeper who worked for him at the time. She'd been a bookkeeper for, I don't know, over 25 years at that time, way back in the late 80s, mid 80s, I should say. And um, she, I didn't know, but they kind of had a little plan between the two of them. She wanted to retire. He wanted me to come in the business. So she was kind of taking me under her wing and teaching me all this stuff. And, and then she up and decided to retire. So I, <laughs> I jumped in and became the bookkeeper and just kept learning from the CPA that he had and um, others that I had met and that kind of thing. But I'd always told my cousin, I want to go be my own boss. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not staying here forever. And he didn't believe me. And so 11 years <laughs> later, I left. <laughs> and that's when I started my own bookkeeping business, which was way before the online world was um, around. That was in 1995. And um, just 
uh, started right out. Uh, I had some connections through a CPA I had met. She was amazing and she kind of become my mentor. And she just, she kept saying, oh, I have this client that they've, they're using QuickBooks and it's all messed up. And way back then it was really easy to mess up QuickBooks because QuickBooks was not what it is today. So anyway, she just kept sending me all these clients saying, you know, can you go talk to these people and, you know, fix their QuickBooks, go fix the QuickBooks for these people, you know, and whatever. So pretty soon I realized that I really, really loved working with business owners and just helping them figure it out. So maybe if they had a mess, I would take it and fix it, but then show them and train them how to go forward with it instead of, you know, making all the same mistakes over and over. And <laughs> well, and just being, they were always frustrated, you know, because they were like, I can never seem to get ahead because I'm always trying to dig myself out of a mess, you know? So it just got to where I was doing more and more one-on-one -on -one training with business owners. And, um, and I left, I, I kept the, the bookkeeping business, and, but I would scale it back and then go take a full-time job for a year, but keep doing some clients on the side and hate the corporate job and leave it and then go back and kind of <laughs> build the bookkeeping business back up because that's what I, I really loved. And, you know, every once in a while I would think, oh, you know, the grass is greener on the, on the other <laughs> side of the fence. But um, I, I would quickly realize I didn't like being told what to do, you know, that kind of thing. So, <laughs> so I much prefer working directly with those business owners and being able to see their success and, you know, their relief when they get it straightened around and, all that fun stuff. So then, then we kind of came to, you know, internet land and I was like, Hey, I can really work with more and more business owners um, remotely. So that's kind of why, how I ended up where I am now. So. So good. And there's so many parts of the story that I think people listening can resonate with the idea of, you know, I want to, I want to do something. I have this passion. I'm not sure what it's going to look like. You know, I'm going to try this and see how, how it fits and then try this on and go back. And yeah, yeah. I, I've been, I've done all those things. <laughs> and the fact that you kept coming back to these numbers and then you really found this passion for helping business owners to understand their numbers and get past the overwhelm. Because I know in my life personally, you were the first person in my financial world, especially in business who said, you know what? You don't even have to use software. I have this handy dandy spreadsheet and I've literally been using this probably since we met. And every year when I send it to the accountant, I have a new accountant now or a new bookkeeper that does my taxes. And she's like, oh, this is really great. I can see everything. I thought, oh, this is awesome because yeah. I used to get so frustrated too with, with QuickBooks and all the online things. And my, my accountants then were like, well, you need to use this. I was like, well, I don't know how to use this. And you know, they didn't set it up for me. They wanted me to set it up and then just send them the file. I was like, okay. So, you know, my, my first official accountant, I mean, I would tell her, I said, okay, I did this. And so can you figure it out? Because I just, I, I understand in my head, it makes sense why I get this. So we worked together for a long time and, and uh, she always understood what I did. Then when I changed accountants, I didn't really realize how fortunate I was that she understood me because <laughs> my new accountant was like, okay, so your tax bill is really big, like tens of thousands of dollars. I was like, I don't think so. I said, based on the numbers that I, you know, that's not true. I was like, do you remember when I told you I did this and this and this? He's like, oh, so basically he had doubled my income, but not my expenses. And I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so when you finally came into my life and said, 
It doesn't have to be software. It doesn't have to be hard. If you have a spreadsheet yeah. and you, you can just add your numbers in there and you can itemize mm -hmm. things like being able to see it all. That is awesome. So I want to, I want to take a step Absolutely. back and talk about what are some of the most crucial numbers a business owner needs to really understand and get a handle on? Um, I think uh, overall numbers wise, um, well, it's hard to really pick out like one, one part of it, one thing that they really need to pay attention to because it's really bringing it all together. That is the most important thing. Um, of course, income is important. You can't pay bills without income, <laughs> but you also can't run your business without expenses, you know? So, and you need to maximize the income and control the expenses so that you get to keep more, <laughs> you know? So making sure that you are properly invoicing everyone and you're paying the least amount of fees to the, um, the processors, <laughs> the, the payment processors and not um, duplicating a payment to some service provider or, um, paying for things you don't use, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and being able to see, look at your income and say, oh, wow, you know, I'm selling a lot of this. I'm not selling so much of that. So maybe people don't want that. They don't need that, you know, so I need to do more of this over here, <laughs> you know, or I need to change this thing that didn't sell more. Um, it's just, it, it's just so important to just pay attention to it and most people, not most, but many are frustrated with it. They're confused <laughs> by it. You know, they don't know how to get it all together. So then they tend to do what many do is just kind of go, oh, I'm going to do that later. I'm going to worry about that later. I don't want to do that right now. Of course, nobody wants to do that right now. Just like, you know, I'm a bookkeeper and I'm not so great at, you know, creating things in Canva. So, you know, I don't go running over and do that all the time because I'm not very good at it. It takes me forever. <laughs> so um, I want to find someone who can help me do that. But it's um, it's really the relationship like you were talking about, the relationship with um, your bookkeeper, your tax person, your CPA, whatever it is, that's really important too. Um, your example was a classic example. I've heard that from a lot of people um, that have had the same thing happen. The person's not listening or mm -hmm. they're trying to force you to do something or use something that you just don't have. Number one, you don't want to. It's not something you love. You know, it's just, you need to pick the thing that is really going to work for you. So that's what I advocate to business owners is if you don't have enough brain space or the, the, you don't just have the desire to learn a whole other software program, then don't find some other way um, to keep track of the numbers that works for you. Even if it's, you know, pen and paper, uh, that works too. Um, <laughs> there's certain levels of businesses though that you kind of have to use a software program. So then it's just a matter of finding someone who is the right person to help you set it up and understand it and one-on-one -on -one training if you need it or group training or, you know, what, whatever comes around to be the best thing for you. So. And I wish more people who work with numbers, bookkeepers, CPs, et cetera, would really stop and do what you're doing and take the time to educate their clients on, oh, oh okay, you're frustrated with the software, how can I help you? Can I partner with someone right. to do this? Can I, can I set it up mm -hmm. for you? Like how, how can we make this easier? Because it's such an intimidating subject for so many of us. And we're sometimes mm -hmm. afraid to admit that we just don't understand. So to find yeah. someone who is an ally in this space, I think is critical. So definitely Candy, candy mm -hmm. is, is, is my go-to when it comes to, to understanding my numbers, because when she simplified it for me, 
I thought, oh my gosh, what else in my business could be this simple? So it kind of set me on this search of, okay, how can I simplify Absolutely. things more? And I think you said something really important that I want to point out. And you said, you can't have a business without expenses. And I right. thought that was so fascinating that you put it like that because many business owners, especially in the early days, we think we can really do everything without having to spend any money on anything. And I know for myself, I used to be really grumpy about having to spend money on software to do certain things. I was like, but surely there's a better way. There has to be something that I can do. And I would take more time searching for a solution and come back to where I started because I was, was like, well, okay, I guess I have to do this thing. So right. I appreciate that because that's really just critical. If you have a business, there are things you're going to have to invest in. And for me right. anymore in my business, it is people because I don't know how to do certain things. And like Candy said, she could go to Canva and create something, but wouldn't it be much more efficient if she could get on a Zoom call with a client, help them understand their numbers versus designing graphics to post on social media? Like we right. just need to get over ourselves, I think, because we all have this yeah. mentality of, well, everyone says it's easy. I should just be able to do this and, and I should be exactly. super and do all these things. So, so just the mm -hmm. fact that you said that phrase, I just think is so critical. And it's just kind of the reason, you know, why this podcast exists that first of all, there are many ways to do everything in your business and numbers yeah. are no exception. So I want to talk about a webinar you had recently because it was, I, when I saw the title, I was like, yes, I want to talk about that. And let me pull it up real fast. So I don't, get it wrong, but it was how to make more money without selling more. And I was sharing with you before this interview started that I recently recorded a whole episode about this myth of more about, in my world, creating more content should bring you all these clients. Right. And here, and here you are saying you can make more money without selling more. So I want to dive into this a little bit. What does that look like in your world to, to make more, but not sell more because they don't have to go hand in hand? Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of, you know, that's what you always hear is sell more, sell more, sell more. If you want to make more money, you got to sell more stuff, you know, and it's, uh, that, that just doesn't always work. You know, if you are constantly, you know, um, just spinning your wheels and trying to to figure out a way to sell more of something, but you're not controlling the expenses or you're trying to sell something that nobody wants or it's, it's just not quite right. Or there's something over here that would be slapping you in the face saying, you know, sell me, sell me. I'm the one, <laughs> I'm the thing that's selling easy. <laughs> you know, why are you trying so hard over here? And, and I remember for years uh, over various corporate jobs and in the business world, seeing posters that say nothing happens until someone makes a sale. And, um, which is true, you have to make a sale, but it's not to me, it's not really all just about the sales. You have to pay attention to everything. And so there are many ways to maximize your bottom line. Uh, in other words, your net profit, um, your income minus your expenses ends up your net profit. That's the simplified way of saying it, you know? And so the the better ways are to change your attitude about how you look at your business and, um, you know, not thinking that you're too small, that you don't need to keep track of your numbers. Well, I'm just little old me over here. I, I don't need to 
keep track of anything until tax time comes. Well, that's, that's just not a beneficial way of thinking. <laughs> Many of us do that, but it's, that doesn't mean that it's the right way to do it. So um, it's really about changing thinking and keeping, keeping a, what do I want to say? An honest, open mind about your numbers and not being embarrassed about the fact that you, you know, don't understand the ins and outs and all of it. That's why you find the, the good people to help you, um, advisors and people who can guide you and help you understand it in a simplified way. Um, many CPAs have difficulty um, bringing it down a notch and talking to somebody <laughs> yes. in normal language. And I, when I first became a bookkeeper working for my cousin, I was very frustrated because the first CPA that he had, the man was brilliant. Uh, passed his CPA exam on the first try, which is very rare for people. Um, the man was brilliant, but he could not have a normal conversation with a person <laughs> about bookkeeping. He was, he, he didn't intend to be, but he was so condescending to me and he didn't, um, he, he just couldn't explain things to me, you know? And so I, I got really frustrated. And, and then as the years went on, I could see this happening to business owners. And I would just flat out tell them, you need to find somebody else. You need to find someone you can relate to. You need to find someone who can explain this to you properly and help you understand it as you go. Not uh, in March, talking about the prior year. That is when the CPAs <laughs> and the bookkeepers and all of, like, we're crazy at that time. And we really don't have the time to sit down and explain to you how it all works. Now, right now in June, this is the perfect time to be meeting with your CPA or your bookkeeper or your tax person, whoever it is, and having a conversation and making sure you're getting things straight. And um, because now is a, when everything is a little more relaxed, you know, everybody's busy all the time. We all are. But um, but now is when they're not like in the throes of the March 15th corporate tax deadline <laughs> or the April 15th personal tax deadline, you know. So, yeah, it's um, it's really just about taking an honest look at the numbers. Yes, that honest look, I think that's key, because when I saw my numbers on the spreadsheet, looking back at me, I thought, oh, yeah, well, do I really need this thing? Well, this particular software yeah. does also does this thing. What if I got rid of this one? And again, mm -hmm. it wasn't about selling more. It was about getting really dialed into what I was spending. And was there a way to sort of minimize that and still be as efficient or maybe even more efficient? So I think that's huge. And I want to commend you too, because you know, when you said, when you came into the space, you were frustrated by this language that CPAs use, kind of like going to the doctor. They don't talk to you like you're a person. They talk to you like you've also gone to medical school. And, you know, and I was yeah. down that road for a while. And I can understand exactly. a lot of that. But still, most people don't have that vernacular just kind of in their back pocket. And then the right. fact that you saw other business owners also getting frustrated with that same thing about there's a huge gap between what it, what CPAs know and what regular business owners need to hear. The, the language is yes. not the same. I know I once went to a conference and I took a workshop on, on dancers and musicians about how we don't speak the same language, even though right. it seems like we're speaking the same language, we don't even count things the same, right? So the same example here. So I love that. Yep you saw this opportunity and you kind of leaned into that, you know, 
and you are doing it from a place of service, like, well, they're also experiencing that. You know, you had your bookkeeping background and you knew some of these things, but these people, business owners, don't necessarily come to the table with any sort of right. business training, let alone training in numbers. So I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So well, in a good bookkeeper will kind of be um, a good uh, knowledgeable bookkeeper. What, I've been doing this for over 25 years now. So like, I know what CPAs need to know from their clients. I, I know, I know what to say to them or what information to get from the client to give to the CPA to make sure th things don't get missed. Just like with your person, like doubling the income and, and forgetting that you told them this, this, or this, like a good uh, bookkeeper is going to be a good go-between is the word I was looking for. Um, a, a good person to help translate, you know, from the client to the CPA or the tax person, whoever it is. And that's kind of what I am. I, I sometimes I feel like I'm a mediator <laughs> because the CPA will be like, why are you doing this? Or why are you doing that? You know, and blah, blah, blah. And, and so, and I'll be like, well, because I thought you could this, that, or the other thing, or they thought they could do this, that, or the other thing, you know, and have that conversation and work it out and make sure that you're maximizing deductions. Um, and not skipping over things. Like I find people, you know, that just a, a client said this to me the other day and I was just like, what? He said, well, I'm not going to bother with mileage. And I said, what? He's a construction guy. Like he's driving all over the place. I said, well, why wouldn't you bother with mileage? And he's like, well, I don't know. I just don't think it's worth keeping track. And I'm just like, dude, it's a notebook. You can write it down in or an app on your phone that you can keep track of. And I, it, it would be like a, probably anywhere from a three to $5,000 deduction for you. And he goes, what? I said, absolutely. You are driving all over the place. I mean, we're in Northern Michigan. So, and the, he's a local client. And so <laughs> we're kind of rural, you know, like we're driving all over the place. So anyway, he was, um, he was like, oh, okay, well maybe I need to rethink this. And I'm like, yes, you need to rethink this. <laughs> so, uh, and that goes to the point of sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. And so we need people like Candy in our lives that can point out certain things that we probably haven't even thought of because that is not our wheelhouse. So Candy, mm -hmm. I'm curious to know when, when you're sitting down and you know you're going to post something on social media or you have a new program, what is your favorite way to create content to help more people? Um, I think my favorite way is a video and I don't do it as much as I should, but I, um, I love uh, well, and I, I guess not just video, but what's well, still a video, but training, I guess, working one-on-one -on -one with somebody and then, and then taking their questions anonymously and putting them into a video. So like I just did a training session with somebody in QuickBooks the other day, starting a new business, she sells products. And so we were doing a one-on-one -on -one training, teaching her how to go into QuickBooks and create products and set up sales tax and all of these things. And by the time we were done, I had like four different topics that I could do a training video on um, privately myself, not with her in the video, but, um, and that's what I really, I just love to do. Like when we were on the call, I was just like, oh, oh and you could do this with it, you could do that with it. And <laughs> so it was um, fun and I just really enjoy, I guess, helping and seeing someone, a business owner, get that little spark that they're like, oh, I could do that. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I didn't know that, you know, and, and having them uh, realize, you know, what they can do once they kind of understand the numbers and 
how it's going to benefit them. You know, they're going to make more money because they're going to, you know, optimize their tax deductions and that kind of thing. So, well, and they're also going to know ahead of time what tax they're going to owe. You know, they're not going to wait till the end of the year and owe $10,000. <laughs> they're going to pay it a little bit here and there, you know? So I guess video is probably my, that's the long way of saying video is my favorite <laughs> way. <laughs> I, know, I love that because, because when you're being tactical going into software, we kind of need to see it as well. Have you ever thought right. about starting a podcast? Because I can just envision, you know, being able to send questions to you and you having mm -hmm. you answer them on a live video show that you turn into a podcast or something, because there are sometimes just those questions like you're not sure who to ask. And it would just be nice to have the bookkeeper in your back pocket. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, actually someone, maybe it was you, I don't know, a few years ago. Somebody suggested the name bookkeeper and book bookkeeper in the back pocket or something to that effect. But um, I have thought about it, but honestly, I thought it would be too boring <laughs> for people. <laughs> I thought people would be like a bookkeeping podcast. I wouldn't want to hear that. Um, but obviously, I guess if it's questions that people need to know, it would be interesting. So just, just something to think about because it's something that yeah. I would think about. And because right now in this season of my life, Audio learning mm -hmm. is the best for me because I can take it on a walk. I can take it yes. to the grocery store and I don't have to sit in mm -hmm. front of the computer because now that we're all kind of zoomed out all the time, right? Having something right. portable is super key. So maybe we can have more conversations about that because yeah, it could be a really so. fascinating, really fun, lighthearted way because you're, you're, you're not that person who's going to take us down. Like this is, you know, 55 steps to do this. That is not in your personality. <laughs> I know that you're just fun loving, you know, you can talk about the adventure with your dogs. Cause I know that you love your animals, you help rescue them. And what if you yep. could incorporate those stories into the numbers? I mean, just, just to, to be able yeah. to, to give people a different perspective, because I think what you bring to the table is a different perspective about your numbers, a very laid back, low key, non-CPA way to look at your numbers, to look at yeah. your business and to look at the potential. So just, I wanna plant that seed for you. Thank you, it's planted. I will definitely have to think more about that. We'll definitely have to have some conversations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would be happy to do that. I, I love helping yeah. people launch their podcast because it just means there are more good people out in the world helping other people who need help. And I know as a fellow business yeah. owner, we need this help. So any way we can make it more fun, all the better. Absolutely. So I'm curious, I, I love to ask my guests about how they monetize their businesses because this podcast is all about all the many ways you can really amplify your awesome. And the monetization piece doesn't get talked about a whole lot. It's kind of a taboo subject. I have no idea why. I didn't talk about it for a long time, but now I'm like, why not? We need this income to be able to pay for those expenses. So how do you monetize in your business? Boy, um, I think a leveraging social media is big for me because that's where the people that I'm trying to help, that's where they are. So um, leveraging social media is probably one of the biggest things for me. Um, but then I, I've created Business Numbers Academy, which I think you're familiar with. And that is one way I've tried to really monetize my services to get them to more people affordably. So 
I feel like that's probably the biggest thing for me over the last couple of years. I really started to focus on it this year in 2020 or in 2021 because of 2020 and what it was like for so many people. So I think probably that's the biggest way that I'm monetizing my business right now is through Business Numbers Academy, just trying to get it out to more people and doing, doing actually free workshops. I, I love doing free workshops. So <laughs> I just really did my first official one, the one that you mentioned, um, the how to make more in 2021 without selling more. And I loved it. It was amazing. So I put it off forever because I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> and um, I finally did it and it was awesome. And so I'm going to try to do it every month nice. at some point right now, it's going to be every three months, but at some point I want to once a month be able to do this free type of workshop just to help more people. So. Oh, so good. And, and again, another example of the different ways that business owners can really monetize their awesomeness, their knowledge, the things they've already created. And I know with your whole vault of tutorials that you're making after the fact with client work, I mean, those yeah. could be very valuable on their own. So there, I think there's lots of different ways. <clears throat> yes. Sorry about that. <clears throat> All right. I, I think there's lots of different ways too that are available in your business. And, yeah. and, and again, with my eyes coming into your business, of course, it's easy for me to see those things too. So we yeah. all need people to look at our businesses from the outside and to see that potential mm -hmm. and to see the ways we can make the money so we can pay those expenses and then also just create the life we dreamed of when we started right. out at the beginning of our business. So Candy, yes. I know that people are always going to want to know about numbers and they're going to want to connect with you because I because you're just someone who makes numbers so simple and fun, which I never thought I would say in the same sentence. Simple and fun, <laughs> numbers. Hmm. What a, what a concept, yeah. right? Where is the yeah. best place for people to connect with you, to ask questions, to follow up, to get information about your academy? Um, the best place to connect me connect with me is my Facebook group, free Facebook group, which is called I Eat Bookkeeping <laughs> for Breakfast. I love That's it. the best place. And uh, they're in my Facebook page, my back office coach Facebook page. Those are really the two quickest and best ways to um, see what I'm putting out there, the questions I'm answering for people and that kind of thing. Um, and it's, it's kind of where I check all the time, you know, I'm, I'm engaged there. So yeah. Perfect. I will definitely put all those in the show notes. I want to thank you so much for saying yes to being on the podcast. It's been a long time coming. I'm so yeah. glad we finally did it at a time when it can really benefit a lot of people as we slow down a little bit in the summer. It's a great time, like Candy said, yeah. to start taking a look at your numbers, finding people, connecting with Candy or whoever you want to connect with having them point out things that you probably haven't considered. That's a really, really big deal. And when it comes to numbers, who wouldn't want to make more money by selling less, especially during the summer? <laughs> so Candy, thank you so much for being here today. You are welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. Holy smokes. Has your mind just been blown about numbers and how you can make more money by selling less? That is the magic that Candy brings to this world, and she helps fellow business owners to understand those numbers to really be able to make informed decisions. So I want to hear from you. 
What was your biggest takeaway or aha from today's podcast episode? Come on over into my Facebook community, the Arena of Awesome, where I love to hang out. I'm live in there every week, engaging, answering questions. I want to hear your biggest takeaways. What is the one thing you're going to take away from this episode? Is it to connect with Candy? Is it to look at your numbers today? What is that thing you're going to do? Come on over to the Arena of Awesome. I cannot wait to see you in there. Until I see you next time, my friends, go out there today and amplify your awesome. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. Let's continue this conversation inside my Facebook community, the Arena of Awesome, while it's still free and open to new members. Come share your biggest takeaways and ahas Plus, every week inside the arena, you'll get access to me, and I may even share content I don't share anywhere else. Until next time, my friend, go out there today and amplify your awesome.